helping you plan for a successful retirement and what's right for you and your family. This is The Aging Hour with Bill Davis and elder law attorney Phil George of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. So it's Saturday, and uh, I think you know what that means. It is uh, time for the Aging Hour. It's all powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions here on KGMI, all across our platforms. Yeah, we're at uh, 96.5 FM. We are also at 790 AM and uh, always uh, online at uh, KGMI.com. Look who's here. Hey, hey, how you doing, Bill? Hey, I'm okay. Phil George, he is uh, the elder law attorney with uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Uh, so you okay? Anything yeah. uh, Anything pressing today uh, for well, you? Other than just lots of good information to spread ah. to the good people out there? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We don't have... Um, we don't have much time left in the month of January. Mm, I know don't. that uh, you, when you were here before, yeah. uh, for those who missed your January 7th yeah. uh, seminar, yeah. you had an offer for Absolutely. them, didn't you? Yeah. And it still stands. Uh, so for those folks that um, have been listening to the radio show, maybe those folks that would have wanted to go to the seminar but weren't able to... Um, I'm offering to, they can come in basically, they can sit down with me for an hour, uh, we can talk about their specific situation, and normally I would charge $350 mm-hmm. for that, uh, that's just my hourly rate, um, but if you want to call in here in January and make that appointment, we'll waive that initial consultation fee, you'll come in, you'll sit down with me for an hour, we'll go over your entire situation, I'll give you my recommendation, recommendations on what you should be doing, and that's going to be free to you. So oh, nice. if you want to take advantage of that, uh, you've only got a little while left to do that, so you can call us through. 360-746-7169 and mm-hmm. set that up. Or you can always send us an email too at radio at safeharborlegal.com. That's uh, also the place, uh, radio at safeharborlegal.com. Uh, if you have a question or a, a comment or uh, yeah, just an idea for a topic mm-hmm. uh, for an upcoming show, we'll certainly uh, in- entertain that as well. Mm-hmm. And um, today we have a number of topics to Yeah, cover. we got some good stuff today. So okay. uh, two questions and an article. So the first question, are there other types of trust? And so we'll go over that. Yeah. Uh, then I, I came across an article that, that I, I was just enamored by the title. So we'll kind of walk through that. It's mm-hmm. about uh, before your parents retire, make sure you ask them these six things. And then we have another question from a client. It's what are my options for paying for long-term care? Yeah. And then finally, you know, it's my favorite segment. Oh, yeah. We'll get to the wrap-up. Yeah. Uh, our last segment, we, uh, we basically do the Cliff Notes version. Yeah. We of... talk about everything we've talked about, and then we talk yeah. about it again. Right. Well, that's the, uh, that's the main thing. <laughs> Here on the Aging Hour, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. So this uh, client question, you got yeah. you, know, you and I, uh, you've talked to Lisa and I, uh, yeah. my lovely wife, about uh, revocable uh, trust, you know, wills versus trust, and then you got revocable trusts, uh-huh. and you, you had a, a question from a client yeah. uh, that has heard you talk about revocable trust, yeah. but... Uh, are there different types of trusts that we need to concern ourselves with? Yeah, and and, that, and that's this is a great question came from the from one of my clients, and mm-hmm. there there absolutely are. So there's really. Um, there's about as many different types of trusts as as you can imagine, oh. right? It's trust for just about any type of situation. But what we're going to break it do is we're going to break it down into uh, four main types. So okay, like like how many different? Well, you said four, four. right? Exactly so right. there's uh, four types. Mm-hmm. That's uh, okay. So, so uh, tell me about them. Yeah. So we're going to have basically uh, revocable trusts mm-hmm. versus irrevocable trusts. Uh, then we'll talk about inter vivos trusts versus testamentary trusts. Oh boy! And we'll talk about the differences between them and actually what it means to you. He's using that uh, that oh, legal oh, language. Oh, what was oh. that inter inter, inter-, inter- vivos? vivos? I'm going to be very interested in that because it sounds like you're speaking French. Now. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. It means so, watch your pocket. So you got uh, you got revocable trust uh-huh. and irrevocable trust. Yes. Uh, I. I I, I'm no rocket surgeon. Yeah. I'm no lawyer, but yeah. uh, there there is a difference, and it oh, seems absolutely. like it's obvious. Well, so yeah. in 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 the grand grand scheme of things, again, this is kind of the initial separator between trusts. You've mm-hmm. got revocable trusts, you've got irrevocable trusts, and so a revocable trust is kind of like the name suggests. It's a trust that you can revoke uh, once you make it. It's um, something that you can go in, you can revoke it, you mm-hmm. can amend it, you can restate it. 
you can do anything with the assets inside of it that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, this type of trust is primarily used to to bypass probate. This which is you, what you always want to try absolutely. to do, if possible. This yeah. is the mm-hmm. primary trust that we end up talking about on this radio show mm-hmm. is the revocable trust. And that's yeah. that's usually called sometimes a family trust as well. Mm-hmm. The other kind here is an irrevocable trust. Does that if it's irrevocable, does that mean it's just set in stone? Can't change it. It's done. Basically, yeah. Geschfinkto. Now it's it's set in stone for you, right? Okay. The person right. who makes the trust. Mm-hmm. You always want to put something in there where the the trustee can amend it mm-hmm. uh, just okay. to just to make sure it maintains its legality. So if if laws change or something like that, mm-hmm. but with an irrevocable trust, once you do, once you put an asset inside of it, you lose total control of that asset. No, oh, okay. um, an irrevocable trust is based. Basically, what you're doing is you're you're receiving a benefit from the government and you're giving something up. And so, what I mean by that is, with uh, irrevocable trust, imagine you had a grandchild with Down syndrome, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, And she was receiving some sort of of governmental benefit. You would create a special needs trust for her, which Mm -hmm. is an irrevocable trust. You would put money in that trust. You would lose control over that money because now the the trust would dictate how that money could be spent and laws would dictate that. Mm -hmm. But you would receive a benefit from the government. And that is this money would be available to your granddaughter and it wouldn't count against her and kick her off of her governmental benefits. Okay. So again, with these irrevocable trusts, they're very specific in purpose. They're for a very specific governmental benefit that you're going to receive, whether Mm -hmm. it's to to uh, mitigate estate taxes or, like we were talking about, help people with special needs or those types of things. Yeah. And so those are really the the two big sections, irrevocable and revocable trust. But you mentioned, uh, uh, I love this this word, intervivos (laughs) and testamentary. Uh, Tell me me about the other types. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, intervivos trust is, all that really means is it's a trust you make when it comes to being while you're alive. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So if this trust is going to be around while you're alive, then it's an inter vivos trust. If you're making if you're making a, a revocable trust, if you come in and talk to me and you say, Phil, we don't want a will, we want a trust. We're going to make it together now. We're going to put our assets into it. That's an inter vivos trust. Mm-hmm. You're making it while you're still alive. And okay. there's a lot of those. Now, the other kind of trust that we're talking about here is what's called a testamentary trust. Okay. A testamentary trust is a trust that springs to life after you pass away. Mm-hmm. So if, let's just say, for example, I have, uh, I have a revocable living trust, and inside of it, I've got another trust that says when I pass away... Um, some money goes into this little special needs mm-hmm. trust for my granddaughter. Yeah. That other trust for the granddaughter now is a testamentary trust because it doesn't come to life until after I pass. Hmm. Okay. So that's that's how we break them up. You've got revocable and irrevocable, and you've got testamentary and intervivos. So seems like seems like uh, intervivos. I would have said uh, alive trust, testamentary, dead trust. Yeah, and yeah. that's really what that's it's exactly well, the way see, to look I'm at. Try, I'm trying to keep it simple uh, for myself because you've given us a, a lot of, uh, of information and yeah. a lot of things that, that uh, we're trying to remember. Absolutely. Yeah. And the big thing is, don't think you have to remember all of these. All you really uh, have to remember when you walk away from this thing is, is that there's a lot of different types of trusts out there, and mm-hmm. you can do just about anything with these different trusts. You know, a lot of people the mis- the mistake that they make is that they go into uh, talk to an attorney and they don't have kind of a clear picture of what they want or what they're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. But if you if you can kind of vocalize what it is that you want to accomplish or at least just have a good conversation with an attorney so that they can kind of glean what it is that's important to you, mm-hmm. you can accomplish almost anything. You can protect money for a family member. So like we were talking about with the... Like uh, grandchild. With the grandchild. Right. You yeah. can reduce estate taxes. You can preserve money for long-term care. You can bypass probate. You can you can make sure that money you leave your kids isn't wasted. So mm-hmm. if you're going to be leaving your kids $500,000 each, rather than you know putting them in a situation where now they're going to go out and and blow that money mm-hmm. on something else, you can set up a trust so now that money is going to be saved and preserved and it's going to go towards their retirement. So mm-hmm. you can do absolutely anything so, yeah, with so these not, trusts. Not a, you don't have to do a one-size-fits-all uh, nope. kind of thing. You have at least uh, four different ones. Yeah. Uh, and I am assuming that they can uh, give you a call absolutely. maybe at the office to uh, Abs- talk further about this. Absolutely. If okay. this is something that you're listening to and you're thinking to yourself, man, you know, I've got a specific situation that, that I would like to look into, something that's been 
been bugging me for a while, something that makes me a little bit nervous about my estate plan, mm-hmm. absolutely. Give us a call. Come on in uh, right now if you make that appointment uh, in January. If you call in and make that appointment, that we waive that $350 initial consultation fee. So give us a call, 360-746-7169. You, uh, you said you had an article that kind yeah. of piqued your interest. Yeah. Uh, what was that about? It was about uh, these are six things you need to ask your parents before they retire. Oh, uh, yeah. get them ready for that. Exactly. Okay. You want to chat about that next? Oh, yeah. We will do it. Uh, the Aging Hour, powered by uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. That is uh, Phil George, the law attorney, with us uh, right now on KGMI. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes. No being forced out of your home against your wishes and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Here we are back again for uh, another chat with uh, Phil George, elder law attorney, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, uh, powering the aging hour here on the radio station. By the way, we cover just about everything Oh yeah. uh, when it comes to aging. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know. We're all aging, sure. and it doesn't matter whether it's uh, Medicare, Medicare Advantage, Social Security, yeah. uh, trusts, wills, things like that. We, uh, Absolutely. Whether we, you like it or not, we're aging, so you yeah. might as well, you might as well jump on the turnip wagon yeah, with us. You, you can't help 
it. And by the way, if you got a question uh, for uh, Phil, elder law attorney with uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, you can always email him. Uh, this is the email address, radio at safeharborlegal.com, radio at safeharborlegal.com. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep you anonymous. Uh, but like I said, if you got a topic or question, uh, yeah. he'll be uh, glad to handle that. Um, you were telling me about an article before we uh, took a break uh, yeah. about uh, something about chatting with your parents about mm-hmm. retirement. So the title of the article is Before Your Parents Retire, Make Sure You Ask Them These Six Things. And this is out of uh, HuffPost, uh-huh. and a gal named Monica Torres was hmm. the uh, the author of it. So. Uh, you know, last well, last couple of two or three times yeah. uh, that you were in here, because yeah. uh, I know you, you you like to peruse articles. Sure, but, sure. Uh, and you like your client questions yes. and your email questions. Yeah. So we we had kind of, uh, if, if I remember right, we hadn't done uh, many articles recently. No, no. Right? We'd almost kind of moved away from it. But yeah. I mean, can you imagine that? That, that, that title there, before your well, parents yeah. retire, make sure you ask them these six things. Okay. That's riveting. That's yeah. riveting radio right there. Okay. So uh, anyway, it caught my eye, and I thought these would be a, this would be a great thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. And so we'll just kind of go through them so, and then talk about these six things, see if they make sense or not. And then I guess we'll let uh, Miss Torres know what we feel about her opinions. Now, this is uh, stuff you want to talk to them about before. Before they, they retire. retire. Okay. Absolutely. Gotcha. All right. so, so number one, mm-hmm. ask about their plans and dreams for retirement without judgment. In other words, don't say, well, mom, dad, I don't know if that's such a good idea. Yeah, let them, or, let them or, express them to Exactly. You. Don't say that's dumb or anything. Like right. That. Yeah. So, you know, listen to them. Listen, uh-huh. listen more than talk is what this gal says. Mm-hmm. It says, help your parents uncover options. So that kind of sounds like maybe you are, uh, you know, making a list of all of their different options out there. Uh, withhold judgment. So if your parents come out and say, you know what, we've decided that we're going to join the circus. Uh, you know, maybe this isn't the time to, to tell them <clears> show judgment or yeah. tell them right. dumb again. Yeah. This is just, you know what, write that option up on the wall and we'll discuss it. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe exchange some realistic expectations for how involved your parents want to be in your day-to-day life or how how involved you want to be in theirs. So mm-hmm. are you expecting your parents to help you with your children and be their caregiver? That's something maybe you should get out right now. Okay. Uh, conversely, are your parents uh, hoping that you're going to be there to help them if they need any kind of care? That's something you're going to want to know now. So you mm-hmm. just kind of start having that conversation. Although it wouldn't be a bad idea to talk to them about that joining the circus thing. <laughs> I, I, can yeah. you imagine? Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe yeah. they're family, family acrobats. Uh, what, about, uh, what about maybe them saving money for their retirement? Should you uh, chat with them about that? Absolutely. Okay. Number two, ask if they have been mm-hmm. saving for retirement and share expert-backed opinions for improvement mm. or expert-backed options for improvement. Okay. So this gal says, encourage your parents to start saving, give them advice. And she says, some near retirees might not want to talk about their finances. So what you want to do, she says, is ask them for advice on your finances to see... What kind of exactly? So to see if they have any kind of knowledge about yeah. finances. Nice. So I, I don't want to say it's sneaky, but it's oh, a, it's a pretty, good it's absolutely. a good way to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so my issue with this one a little bit is you're you're assuming that these people that everybody out there reading this or listening to this is going to have enough knowledge about finances to mm-hmm. actually come to their parents with with you know good financial options and things like that. Yeah. Thing is most people don't just have that in their back pocket. Most people are too busy doing their own jobs whether mm-hmm. they're a radio host or they're an elder law attorney or they're yeah. you know whatever. Um you know so Asking the kids to just kind of do them themselves can sometimes that sounds like a big ask. Well, I know, and when you're talking with them about that, you know, I mean, you're probably not a financial planner, no. you know, so no. uh, I would think that uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe bring that subject up. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, ask if they've thought about using a financial planner yeah. and share alternatives if an advisor is not affordable. Hmm. So she goes on to say, even if a typical financial planner isn't for them, you can talk about folks who work on an hourly basis. So one of the issues that people have with some financial planners is they charge a percentage, right? And that kind of wears people down sometimes because the percentage stays the same, whether Mm -hmm. they, you know, you make money or you lose money. So you can get around that by hiring somebody on an hourly basis. So what you do is you just hire them for an hour. You go in, you get information, then you come back and you kind of do the investing. You do whatever it is that they advised you to do on your own. You take care of that on your own. So that's one way you can do that. 
Some financial planners, just like some elder law attorneys, provide pro bono services. So mm. if your parents are low-income folks and they don't have much, sometimes there are services in local communities where financial planners, again, and, and elder law attorneys will volunteer their time to help those people. They'll mm-hmm. give them that kind of pro bono advice. Yeah. Um, she says, if your family lives in an underserved area, you can find online services. So oh, sure. if yeah. you live in a rural area mm-hmm. where there's not a lot of financial planner options, um, then yeah, you can find those types of things online. Um, again, distance right now is no barrier to getting any kind of professional service. You can find somebody just about anywhere. You're doing most of this over the phone and Zoom anyhow. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So we're up to uh, what, number four? Number four. Okay. So... Ask if they need you to provide financial assistance and determine what help you can offer. Oh, sure. So, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is a good one. So what she's saying is that you need to talk to your parents about whether or not they're going to need you to kick in some money for them. Uh, And you need to figure out how much you can actually afford. Mm -hmm. So I guess AARP did a study in 2020, and they found that almost half of midlife adults expect to provide financial support to their parents in the future and are concerned about their ability to do so. Well, yeah. Because yeah. because they may uh, I don't know they might need help with utilities absolutely right uh, pay for med- prescription housing, costs, costs anything like that, like that. Okay. and yeah. if if you're having trouble making your own and meat and yeah. then all of a sudden these other costs come in It'd be a little tough absolutely yep. so uh, you know if there is more than one child you could talk about pooling your money so mm-hmm. if you've got brothers and sisters you could talk about pooling money to help mom and dad. Uh, if your parents need financial assistance and then you think that's going to jeopardize your life, then it's okay to say no. Oh. It's okay, just the same way with parents, right? Um, yep. If your kid comes to you and says they need money for a down payment on a home and that's going to put you in financial jeopardy, it's you okay say no. to say no. Yep. So figuring these things out ahead of time can really help avoid misunderstandings in the future. Hmm. Okay. And so what I like about this is it's kind of a different take on on retirement. Most of the time when we talk about retirement planning, we talk about the the parents being the one that are shelling out money to the kids and mm-hmm. helping the kids and things like that. And I don't think we've talked on this show before about kind of the reverse where it's the kid that's helping out the parent. And yeah. and this is a good way I okay. think, to sit down and talk to them about it, find out what their expectations are, um, see if they have enough money for retirement, figure out what you can afford to help out with mm-hmm. so that everybody's on the same page. We are uh, talking with uh, Phil, George Elder Law Attorney. It's the Aging Hour, powered by uh, Safe Harbor Legal mm-hmm. Solutions. Uh, an interesting article you found out about uh, uh, kids talking to their parents yeah. about uh, their upcoming retirement. So what's next on that? So ask if they are familiar with the Social Security security benefit they expect to get. Yeah. So some people don't have a good idea what their Social Security benefit is going to be. And again, another 2022 mm-hmm. survey came out, said that nearly half of the 1,900 respondents incorrectly gauged what their Social Security benefits were going to be. So the best thing you can do, and this is really good advice for anybody Mm -hmm. um, for a couple of different reasons, but what you want to do is you want to go to the Social Security website and and get your online account through yeah. Social Security. Yeah. They will tell you what your benefit's going to be. Um, so that's the big benefit that and the, the author's the way, talking about. By the way, do it because I did that. You know, yeah. a, a, you know, I passed uh, Social Security age a long time sure. ago. Uh, I did that immediately because somebody told me, have you ever tried to wait in line mm-hmm. uh, at the office? Oh, my gosh. It's Take a, a lot, lunch. It's a lot easier just to go online and get your information there. Absolutely. Yeah. And... One of the big ways that people defraud you with getting your social security numbers, what they'll do is they'll go in and they will create a, if you haven't created a, a online account through like social security already, for you? they'll oh, set up a bogus okay. account uh, and then try to take your benefits and that kind of stuff. And so wow. that's one of the biggest ways you see people uh, defraud folks from their social security. So yep. that's mm-hmm. a good one. And then okay. finally, number six. Ask if they've thought about long-term care and find out if they qualify for any options now. Mm-hmm. So, and again, this, the question makes me think that the author doesn't know a lot about long-term care, Ah. but you know what? That's just my elder law background kind of kicking in right there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's good to talk to your parents about whether or not they know about long-term care. I think it's good to talk to them about what their options are. We're going to be talking about some of the options for covering long-term care here when we get to our third segment today. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so nearly 7 in 10 adults over 50 believe they're going to need some form of long-term care. Fewer than 3 in 10 have any plans. Um, and a lot of folks incorrectly believe that Medicare costs or Medicare is going to cover all the costs. Yeah. And it, it's just not. And mm-hmm. so as we've talked about before here, with private costs for long-term care at about $10,000 a month, 
this is something that families really need to discuss. Okay. So yeah. I guess at the end of the day, I think that this, this is a well-intentioned article, but it's really hard to have these an in-depth conversation like this without a professional, yeah. um, without somebody that really knows what the different options are. Uh, my recommendation is going to be that you're going to have a better luck. You're going to have better luck having these conversations with your folks if you're bringing them into another law attorney, you're bringing them into a good financial planner, somebody that can help you have this conversation, somebody that can add a, a bit of weight to the conversation and give you some good options and give you some help. Yeah. It's okay to start the conversation yourself, but don't just stop there because it's not going to give you the answers that you need. And if they want to chat with you about it, they Absolutely. can email you at radio at safeharborlegal.com. You mentioned uh, mm-hmm. long-term care. You want to talk about uh, costs? You know I that? do. You okay. know it. That's our uh, next segment coming up on uh, the Aging Hour, powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions here on KGMI. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. What's the single biggest financial threat to a successful retirement? Uncovered long-term care costs. The average cost of care in a nursing home in Washington State is $10,000 per month. Even a good-sized estate can quickly run out of money with those kinds of costs. You need care, but you don't want to leave a bill behind for your family. So what if there was another way? What if you could transfer onto governmental benefits so your spouse wouldn't have to spend down all their money? What if you could give your family all the tools they need to get you out of a rehab facility and recovering in your own home? What if you knew you would never become a burden on your loved ones? All of this is possible with a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Don't let a lack of planning steal your retirement or your loved one's future. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can give you a dignified retirement and give your family peace of mind. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We want to say thanks again for joining us here on Saturday, uh, the Aging Hour. It's powered by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Phil George, elder law attorney with us as always. And um, 
if you uh, if you happen to miss uh, one of our segments, one of our episodes, you know, Phil, everybody's busy on Saturday. Oh, yeah. they're, oh, doing, yeah. they're doing stuff, you know. Uh, if uh, you miss uh, his telephone number, uh, the website, uh, if you have any kind of questions uh, about an episode that you missed, uh, of course, you can always go to uh, KGMI.com. We post our podcast mm-hmm. there. But you also have some other avenues uh, We for do. Us as well. So you can go to my website at safeharborlegal.com. You can go to Spreaker.com or Spotify mm-hmm. or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere where you download podcasts, you can go and you can listen over to some of the things that you might have missed. You can, if there is a topic that you want to share with somebody, if there's something that just kind of piqued your interest and you'd like to hear it again, um, we've got all of the episodes that we've done there ready for you to kind of go back in and, and listen through. So mm-hmm. um, they're out there. You can even Google. Just Google the Aging Hour, KGMI, and mm-hmm. it'll pop right to it. Well, you had a, a question uh, from a client, and I know that uh, you know you and I have ta- you and I have talked about this uh, yeah. as far as Lisa and I, my wife Lisa and I are concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she was in the insurance game yeah. for a number of years. Uh, I think I've told you we are insured to the hill. Oh yes, you know, absolutely. We've, we've actually we've got long term care insurance. It's not cheap, but right. I know we're going to talk about that yeah. in a minute. They, uh, this uh, this person says my wife and I are thinking about getting all of our affairs in order. That's a good thing. Uh, options uh, to cover long term care. I assume that there are, uh, you know, there's uh, there's a, a few of them, but maybe somebody doesn't know exactly what long-term care means. Yes. Yeah. No, so what I, does that mean? And I think that that's, that, that's a good point. So a lot of people think that long-term care can mean, you know, a nurse coming in and, you know, help change your, uh, mm-hmm. help with a wound or help with a broken bone yeah. or something like that. And that that's not the case. So long term care is when is when somebody basically needs um, they need help performing activities of daily living. And mm. in the in the long term care business, they call those ADLs. Mm. And so with long term care, this is when you need help feeding yourself, bathing yourself, dressing yourself, toileting, transferring in and out of beds, in and out of chairs. So it's it's the stuff, right? The stuff yeah. you need to do. Yeah, just daily things, um, yeah. And those things are obviously different than medical care, right? With medical care, you get the treating of wounds and changing of bandages and setting of broken bones and things like that. So when we're talking about long-term care, we're really talking about something that's someone who needs help with these activities of daily living. Mm-hmm. Um, the cost uh, can be substantial, can mm-hmm. it? Yeah. So in Washington, the average cost of long-term care, again, in a nursing home is hovering at about $10,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And that's just an astronomical fee. Yeah. Now, this price goes down a little bit if you're an assisted living facility or if you're an adult family home. Um, and you can also access some of these long-term care uh, benefits at home too. But sometimes, you know, that can be incredibly expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the one of the benefits of being in an adult family home or an assisted living facility or a skilled nursing facility is that there's somebody always there, right? There's somebody that, that that's always watching. Right. If you have to pay somebody to watch your loved one 24 hours a day, seven days a week, that can get pretty expensive because sure. you're paying, you know, overtime and everything else, and that mm-hmm. can be tens of thousands of dollars. Well, so uh, you've hit us with the ten. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, it can be as high as ten thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I'm assuming there's some ways to yeah. uh, figure out how to cover these costs. Absolutely. Yeah? So there are several ways that you can go about covering these costs, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about each one. So you can pay privately, of course. That's just uh, straight out of your pocket. Exactly right. We'll yeah. talk a little bit about long-term care insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, We'll talk some about Medicare. And then finally, there's a couple of governmental uh, ways to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, The state of Washington does offer some coverage. And then we'll talk a little bit about Medicare and I'm sorry, Medicaid and the VA. I'm going to assume that you would you would want to exhaust all your options really before you go to the paying private. You you probably really would. I mean, if you're paying privately at ten thousand dollars a month, unless you've you know, sometimes when I work with clients, we'll set up, um, you know, a long term care fund uh, where, you know, something has been set aside and it's all ready to go. But if you haven't done that, if you haven't gone to that level of planning, then yeah, you don't want that $10,000 just coming out of your, uh, you know, your, your lunch money, mm-hmm. so to speak. So yeah. you have to be real careful with that. So paying privately, again, for most people, isn't a very realistic option. Yeah. Now we, we talked about, uh, well, we, you know, you and I've talked about this. Yeah. Lisa, Lisa and I have long-term care insurance. Yeah. Uh, not, it's not cheap. No, it's you not. Know? Uh, and a lot of people think, well, yeah. it, it's like auto insurance. You know, exactly. I'm going to pay for something. I'm not going to be needing later. We, 
since Lisa was in the insurance game for a yeah. number of years, she said, look, this this works yeah. for us. And she knew what she was getting, yeah. right? She right. knew what she was walking into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for some folks, long-term care insurance is really good. And for some folks, it's not. And we, again, we talk about how I can never come down on one side of the fence or the other. Sure. Um, but it, it's, it's true. For some people, it's really good. For some people, it's not. Now, the vast majority of folks have actually heard about long-term care insurance, but, mm-hmm. but most of them have just decided because of the cost that they just don't want to do it. Yeah. And and it really comes down to, so long-term care insurance, if it's something that you really want to do, it's going to be a function of, okay, not so much can I pay the premiums now, but can I pay the premiums when I'm 75? Can yeah. I pay the premiums when I'm 80? Um, because they're going to go up. For mm-hmm. the vast majority of people, those premiums are just going to kind of keep on going up and up and up and up. So long-term care insurance, it's probably not something, you probably want to talk to a good professional, just mm-hmm. kind of bounce these things off them before you just go and, and buy something just off the rack. Sure. Yeah. yeah, you mentioned uh, Medicare. Yeah, so no. Medicare uh, Medicare will pay for up to the first 100 days of care that you need. So if, if you end up going into the hospital and then you have to go to, from the hospital because of a stroke, you have to go to a rehab facility, mm-hmm. Medicare will pay for your costs for up to 100 days. Now, the first problem here is that it almost never lasts the first 100 days. Medicare will only continue to pay for you in the rehab facility if you are continuing to make progress. So what usually happens after two weeks or four weeks or six weeks or whatever, usually much, much sooner than than 100 Mm -hmm. days, is that uh, a social worker will come into your room usually on a Friday afternoon at about 2 o'clock and they'll say, you know what, Mr. George, um, I'm sorry, but you're no longer making progress. So as of Monday now, you're going to have to start paying privately. Ah, And the bad part here is rehab is much more expensive than just regular long-term care. So rehab facility, the average is anywhere between about $13,000 and $18,000 a month. Mm So Medicare, again, they will kind of help cover some costs for those first 100 days, but you have to be careful. The second problem with Medicare is, again, it's tricky. So in order to even jump into the realm where Medicare is going to help during those first 100 days, mm-hmm. you have to be in an admitted status in the hospital first, and you have to be in that admitted status for three midnights. Ah. And I know that sounds like some weird rule you'd hear from the gremlins, but mm-hmm. it's it's true. And if you if the nurses make a mistake or the hospital makes a mistake and you're not coded right or something like that, it's like pulling teeth trying to get that changed and fixed so that mm-hmm. Medicare will actually pay for those. So you have to be on top of this. We're uh, talking with uh, Phil George, elder law attorney with Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, it is the aging hour here on KGMI. Talking mm-hmm. right now about, uh, well, basically how to pay for uh, long-term care. Yeah. You you said something about uh, Medicaid and VA uh, yeah. benefits, right? So there mm-hmm. are a couple of different um, governmental organizations that are going to help pay for long-term care. And now, so now there's a third one too, and we'll just kind of cover it briefly. Washington State will will pay for some uh, long-term care services for those people that are paying into it. And is, every, is that that thing that happened yeah. uh, that the, suddenly there ago, was a there was a deadline everybody and was scrambling there wasn't a deadline to get, and uh, yep. but that's yeah, that's kind of an iffy option it, isn't it? it is you only get about you will you get $33,000 in long-term care insurance yeah. I mean that's it it's it and so that's you know 3 months that's 3 months exactly right wow uh, and so It's not an end-all, be-all, right? It's something that can kind of buy us some time if we need it. If you're talking about real help when it comes to paying for long-term care, you're probably talking about Medicaid. Um, and Medicaid is a, it's a needs-based service. So the mm-hmm. amount of money that you have is going to determine how much help you're going to get. And if you mm-hmm. have too much money and for Medicaid, it's if you have more than $2,000 to your name, right. um, you can't jump on Medicaid. Hmm. Um, now what most people don't realize is that if, if you're talking to a good elder law attorney, if you're coming in and you're talking to me at, at Safe Harbor Legal, um, you don't have to spend all of your money to get down on Medicaid. There are all sorts of rules about gifting and transferring and moving money around to help you get under the limit right. and still mm-hmm. preserve some of your estate. Um, so, yeah, they, a lot of times the sad part is people will come to me after they've already spent down their money and ask me to help them get on Medicaid. And believe me, the, the time to reach out and, and call an elder law attorney, the time to reach out and make that appointment with me is is when you go to the hospital in the first place. Yeah. So you can start this planning while Medicare is still paying for the first 100 days. Mm-hmm. Then you can make a smooth transition to Medicaid. And ideally, especially if it's a married couple, you can put them in a position where you know uh, governmental benefits will pay for 
primarily the whole thing. Oh, okay. So that's entirely possible, but you have to talk to an elder law attorney early and to get it done. And if they want to call you? Yeah, so if you've got, if you're in this position, if you've got a loved one that's in this position where uh, you need that long-term care and you see that money leaving your account, please give me a call. This is the time to do that. 360-746-7169. If you do that in January, remember you get that free initial con- that free initial consultation, so we'll waive that $350 initial consultation fee. How about uh, next segment? Oh, we, uh, it's we my ta- favorite. We, yeah, we take a look at everything we chatted about. Yeah. Phil George, Elder Law Attorney, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, The Aging Hour here on KGMI. Any and all information provided by this radio program is for general information and entertainment purposes and is not intended to give legal advice. Listening or interacting with this radio program does not create an attorney-client relationship, and any information sent to this radio program may not be constituted as attorney-client privilege. Privilege. It is important that you seek counsel and discuss your case with a competent attorney. Review your local state bar for information on each attorney you hire. Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes, no being forced out of your home against your wishes, and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. We are back on the Aging Hour. It's all powered by our friends at uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions all across our uh, platforms. KGMI News Talk 790. We're at 96.5 FM. And, yeah, always online at uh, KGMI.com. I'm Bill Davis along with my uh, good friend, uh, elder law attorney with Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, uh, Phil George. Uh, his favorite segment. We do, uh, well, it, when we uh, come to the end of the show, we, we kind of do a wrap-up of everything yeah. uh, that we've talked about. I, I use the Cliff Notes version. Does anybody use Cliff Notes? 
Cliff Notes anymore? You know what? Uh, I think there's an online Cliff Notes version. Yeah, I, there's, you can't yeah. get them in the stores. I, I remember yeah. that whenever we had to do book reports, yeah. Oh, you, yeah. Yeah, we went right to the bookstore, <laughs> got the Cliff Notes. <laughs> and you know the teachers always could tell oh, when yeah. you were using the Cliff Notes because they'd query you uh, on some specifics and like, eh. oh, no, anyway. But we did cover a lot of things today, like oh, yeah. uh, trusts. Absolutely. Right? So we talked about the different types of trusts out there. We talked about revocable versus irrevocable. Uh, we're revocable. Uh, that's the kind that you would normally think of when you create a family trust. Those are the kind that you can put money into, take money out of. You can amend them, restate them, revoke them. Then you've got the irrevocable. And those ones you put money in and you're putting them in for a specific benefit you're receiving from the government. Like uh, we talked about a grandchild with Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, the idea is you're putting money into this. You're losing control of the money and the government in exchange is giving you a very specific benefit. Yeah. The other types that we talked about were inter vivos trusts. I remember this. That's the one vivos. when you're still alive. Exactly right. And, right? and exactly right. Inter vivos is still alive. Mm-hmm. It, it's in. It's alive basically while you're still alive. And testamentary that comes alive after you pass. And Bill, most of the time these are used together. So you have an inter vivos revocable living trust, mm-hmm. or you have a testamentary uh, re- irrevocable trust. That yeah. kind of thing. So it's you know it, it helps if you had six years of Latin. Yes. Uh, in in college to understand these Absolutely. things. Absolutely. Because of the because uh, of the titles uh, on there. Uh, the. The article, you pulled an article in, yeah. which I thought was uh, very, very uh, interesting. It, yeah. it had to do with uh, you sitting down with your parents before, before. their retirement yeah. and talking to them about Exactly that. right. Yeah. And, they, and they had some good points here. They talked about asking your parents about their hopes and dreams. And I think that's a good place to start for anybody. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, if I sat down with my dad and I said, Dad, tell me about my ho- about your hopes and dreams, he might look at me funny. Yeah. Um, so I might have to put it a different way or something like that. But, you know, if, if talk to your parents about what they hope to what they hope their retirement's like, what they really want to do, what their goals are. Maybe that's a good word that you can use. Yeah. Um, so that you know kind of where they're at and what they're expecting. And at the very least, it's going to start them kind of thinking about, okay, there's going to be a major transition in my life. Mm-hmm. What should I be considering? What should I be thinking about um, as, or what should I be wanting to do in my retirement? Hmm. Okay. You should also talk to them about whether or not they're going to need financial help. I thought this was a good point out of the article. Um, what that does is it lets you know if you're going to have to step up and help your parents out financially and how much. And then basically try to help them find the right resources so they can enjoy their retirement without endangering your livelihood. And, mm-hmm. you know, really the best thing to do here, because I think most kids are, are a little out of their depth when it comes to the nuance of these types of things. Yeah. If you're in a position where you're worried about your parents and their plan, make an appointment, just come in, sit Mm -hmm. down with me, have a talk, let me hear about your goals and your concerns, and I can tell you what what you're going to need to do. Those things you're going to need to look at to actually be successful in your retirement. You know, what I think is uh, is is so much uh, fun about uh, chatting with Phil about things like this. Is that not only do you cover the legal stuff yeah. with them, but when they come in and they say, "I, I don't know exactly how to get into it," yeah. with them, you've got uh, you got the psychology uh, working yeah. as to you know how you can maybe uh, come in the back door or yeah. uh, you know. Uh, Broach the subject with your parents Absolutely. very easily. And you have to. You mm-hmm. really, really have to, especially yeah. with that generation. Well, yeah. kind of like, uh, you know, we talked about long-term care. Exactly you know, I right. mean, you could chat with them about that. You can chat with them about, you know, how. well, uh, first of all, we covered... How in the heck are you going to pay for long-term care? Exactly because what right. did you tell me? Ten grand a month? Ten what grand a month cost? for long-term care. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so long-term care, remember what it does is it pays for the activities of daily living. So mm-hmm. feeding yourself, bathing yourself, going to the bathroom, that kind of stuff. Um, it, it the A lot of people, they've looked at uh, long-term care insurance policies, that type of thing. And then sometimes that doesn't work. You can pay for it privately. Uh, we talked about Medicare paying for up to the first 100 days. And mm-hmm. then we talked about some governmental options where uh, uh, Washington will now offer up to about $33,000 total. And then we talked about Medicaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, the primary focus here with long-term care is there are systems in place so that you don't have to impoverish yourself in order to get on Medicaid. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're a married couple, the systems are in place so that the healthy spouse doesn't have to lose everything in order to take care of the sick spouse. Mm -hmm. So if you're in this position, or if you think you're going to be in this position, if you've ended up having a bad diagnosis, if somebody's been diagnosed with Alzheimer's or dementia or anything like Parkinson's, anything like that, Mm -hmm. 
call, make that appointment. You need to start being proactive about how you're going to set up your estate so you can put the healthy spouse in the best possible position. Mm -hmm. So you can make the sick spouse uh, as comfortable as possible. Well, um, Lisa and I, by the way, my lovely wife, Lisa, we Mm -hmm. have talked about uh, her on the show before that she was in the insurance game for uh, a number of years now. And we picked up some long term care insurance. But I have to tell you a quick, funny story. Yeah, Uh, it's not it's not cheap, you know, but it it worked for us. Yeah. Uh, And you talked about it before. You know, maybe right now you can pay for it. But, you know, when you're 80, will you be able to pay for it? Uh, She pretty much came to me and said, uh, we're getting long term care. And I said, said, "Okay, long term care insurance. And, And I said, how come? And she said, if. If you think I'm going to be bathing you when you are 80 years old or I'm helping you go to the bathroom, you are crazy. Or or as she said, you've got another thing coming. And so that's why she wanted to do long-term care. But absolutely, why not? She's a woman who knows her limits, right? I mean, this is a lot of people... The, the problem that a lot of people run into here is that they feel that because they're married, they owe it to their spouse to be the one that provides them with care. Right. And I have to tell you, folks, this is a lot of times a huge mistake. It is such a it's such a big uh, physical job mm-hmm. um, it, and it's such a big emotional and stressful job that almost always the very next person to get sick is the spouse who's giving the care. Yeah. Because it is just so overwhelming. Um, you know what? If you're in the business and it's something you want to do and like to do. I understand it, but you can also set things up so you can preserve your estate. You can help where you can, and then you can be the person that manages the care that actually comes in to do the heavy lifting. So set yourself up for success. You don't have to beat your head against your wall, against the wall, because you think it's your duty to be the one to actually help them get dressed. Again, set yourself up for success here. You have your own health to worry about, too. All of this uh, comes down basically to uh, you know, to life planning and yeah. estate planning. I, I know that you've told me before uh, that uh, I think the number is like 70 percent. 70 percent. Who think they're doing the right thing, yeah. who think they're, get, they're exactly getting their right. estate in order, uh, end up. It doesn't quite work out. It for doesn't them. work. They either end up running yeah. out of money due to uncovered long-term care costs. They end up paying too much in death taxes. They end up being forced out of their homes and into a nursing home, or mm-hmm. or they end up becoming a burden on their loved ones or their families. Just start fighting like cats and dogs. And and I have to tell you that if you do your planning correctly, um, you can you can avoid these pitfalls. Mm-hmm. You don't have to put your family in a position where they're just going to be floundering trying to figure out what to do. Um, so. You know, probably the best thing that people can do, and and we've been talking about this throughout the show, um, we're letting people or we're telling people if they call here in January and they set up an appointment just to come in and talk with me for an hour so I can give them my assessment of their situation and tell them what I think that they should be looking at doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll waive my usual initial consultation fee of $350. So you can come in, you can sit down with me for an hour and we'll Mm -hmm. talk about what's going on with you and what your goals are. Uh, So just give us a call 360-746-7169. Send me an email to radio at safeharborlegal.com. And truly, right? There are ways to make sure that you can be successful just because you got a bad diagnosis or because your loved one got a bad diagnosis. It doesn't have to mean that now your retirement is over. Mm -hmm. We can set you up to still be successful. And uh, you can only start from where you are. So don't beat yourself up if you've you've taken a while. Uh, By the way, the uh, radio safeharborlegal.com. That's also uh, the email address where you can send um, Phil an idea for a topic for a Mm -hmm. show or a question. There are uh, there's a zillion topics you'll cover. Everything that has to do with aging is mm-hmm. is is fair game on this show. Uh, we really want to make this a one stop shop for people to learn about how to plan properly in retirement. Learn about their different options. Learn about how to set themselves up for success. Mm-hmm. So we talk about Medicare and Medicaid and Social Security benefits and veterans benefits. Talk about your aging parents or your. We'll talk about your crummy good for nothing kids. We'll talk Jeez. about wills and trusts and probates. We'll talk about senior housing issues and geriatric doctors and the current economy and reverse mortgages and all of that's up for fair well, game. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about how your wife doesn't want to bathe you, uh, yeah, when, you when, uh, when you get older. It's always a pleasure <laughs> when you come in and chat with oh, us, man. Oh, man, I tell you. You know, I really want to thank everybody out there for joining us. And don't forget to tune in next Saturday. We're here every Saturday at 1 p.m. You know, folks, you don't have to set your family up for failure in your retirement. You can contact us, listen to the show. Let us show you how to set your family up for success. Ready to do it again next week? You know I am. Phil George uh, with uh, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions, Power 
powering the aging hour right here on KGMI. We'll have a quick look at, uh, well, the news around the world with CBS here in just a minute or two. Also, uh, we'll head into the KGMI newsroom for an update and uh, do a little traveling with the RN Travel Show. All coming up next here on KGMI.